Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoradeya, Chelik Sheni, Hilchis Bechor, Behema Tohira, Halacha Gimel, Paragraph Tesvav. Hopefully we're going to complete this halacha in today's shir, Mitzvah We dedicate the learning today, Leilu Nishmas, Rebbe Liezer, Rebbe Nasen Yaakov, Harini Kaporas Mishchavai, Paragraph Tesvav, Vezehu Nedivei Amem Neesofu Am Elikei Avraham, this pasuk refers to the the good people from the other nations being gathered into Klal Yisrael, the nation of the Hashem of Avram Avinu. This refers to Gerim, like Rashi points out there. And the pasuk continues, as Rabbi Nezal says there in the Kudimran, ki hamogine eretz mevarin umesaknen es hagerim. Rabbi Nezal pointed out that the Gemara says that even though there are many benefits when Geirim join Klal Yisrael, there's also a negative aspect. The Gemara says, Koshim Geirim ki Yisrael ki Sapachas. And Rabbi Nezal shows there that Geirim bring Gaiva into Klal Yisrael. And Rabbi Nezal says, because the, the Geirim are the result of the Kovoid of Hashem that has fallen into the Sitrachra. The Kovoid of Hashem, Kaviochel is Gaiva, Hashem Moloch Geus Lovesh. Only by Hashem, it's a holy gaiva, it's a holy kovoid. But that kovoid has fallen into the sitrachra. When Geirim come and join Kal Yisrael, they're bringing that kovoid with them. And that kovoid sometimes manifests itself in gaiva, in unhealthy gaiva. And Rabbi Nezal shows there that there are tzaddikim that are called the Mogine Eretz, and they help rectify that. They are mevarer u mesaknen es they elevate from the status of which Geirim caused by bringing this Gaiva into Kral Yisrael. Because the Pasuk says, that Chasashon Pegama Bris pursues those that have Gaiva. And these Mogine Eretz elevate the, the Kedusha, the fallen Kedusha from Hechtem Besaroi to the Choysam of Tfilin. Bechinas, as the Pasuk continues there, Nedive Amem Nesafu Amalekei Avram Ki Leilakim Mogine Eretz Ma'oid Na'ala Those are the last two words in the Pasuk. Ma'oid, who Sitra Damoisa, the term Ma'oid is a, is a code word for the Sitra Achra. The, the Medrash says that on one of the days of creation, Hashem saw that everything was good. The following day, it says, Hashem saw everything. So the Medrash says, Toiv is the Yetzir Toiv. Toiv Ma'oid is the Sitra Achra. Ma'oid means very. Very is dangerous. So, so, so the term Ma'oid refers to the Sitra Achra. Shehu Bechinas Hechtim Besoroi. Na'alo Lemalo Lemalo. Ma'oid na'ala, the ma'oid, the, the, what has fallen into the sitrachra is elevated. How? Alidei ha'mogine eretz. Shemalin mebechinas hechtim, lebechinas tefillin. Lebechinas pituchei choysam koidesh l'ashem. Paragraph Tezayin. Again, the more familiar person is with the chapter on Likut Imran, chapter 5 in the second half of Likut Imran. All the connections are, are there are put together perfectly. 
paragraph tezayin v'alkein hakrihanim asurim likonis lebeis hamikdash v'logeshes alam isbeach ad sheyekatshu yedeim v'ragleim b'mayim kedoshin sheniskatshu b'kir. Based on that chapter in the Kutimran, we can understand why the Kohanim, who are doing the main work in the Beis Samikdash, are not allowed to enter and start doing any of the work until they first purify their hands and feet through the holy waters that were in the Kiyar, in the Beis Samikdash. Ki ikar hamshochas hakedusha al hamayim. Because the main way that we draw holiness is through water. Shemishom gedeloho emuna. As Rabbi Nassau points out in the beginning of that chapter on the Kutimran, that you need waters, holy waters, to elevate, to develop the emuna. Remember, emuna is seder's roim. It says that we have the Pasuk, Vahoya emuna sitecha chais nishuas, which refers to the six sections of Mishnah. And the first one, emunas, the Gemara says, is seder's roim, refers to the, the section of Shas, which speaks about planting, planting. Planting emuna. The Gemara says that people who plant have to have emuna, that, that Hashem is going to send rain and, and from this is going to grow something. So Rabbeinu Salveh speaks in the beginning about the waters that nurture the emuna. Ki ikra avoidosam hoya tikken ho emuna canal. Because the main avoid of the koyhanim in the base samikdosh, with all the karbonas and everything, was tikun emuna, as we've discussed in the previous shurim here. Elevating from behema to Adam, Adamu behema to Yishe Hashem, behema is is emuna. Vezeh bechinas netilas yodayim b'mayim koydem hu achila. And we know that one of the major topics in that chapter in the Kutumran is eating, holy eating, achila digdusha. That that sparkles the the hisbia betzachtzachos nafshecha. We spoke about this a great deal. Rav Nosanzal says, now you understand why we have to wash our hands before eating bread. Because as Rabbi Nizal points out there, our eating has to be eating of Kedusha, like the tzaddikim who eat to satisfy their soul. That kind of eating causes the neshama to sparkle with light. The Pasik Vihizbiya Bitsachtsachis Navshecha. Vizuicha Lidlois Hamayim Shal Yodam Gedela Muna. And again, when a person washes their hands before eating and they eat Achila Digdusha, through this Wizuicha to draw those waters which nourish, which strengthen the Amuna. Vialkain Srichimitchila Litol Yodov. And that's why the first step is washing our hands. By which we're digging and, and drawing those waters which nourish the emuna. Shehi bechinas yodayim, and emuna is associated specifically with the hands. Bechinas, as it says by Moshe Rabbeinu, vayehi yodov emuna. His hands were outstretched in a display of faith in tefillah. And a person who eats properly, eats Bikdusha, and washes their hands before eating, that person is Zoycha through their eating to draw and reveal these waters, these holy waters that nourish the Amuna. Bibachinas, as the Pasuk says, Ve'ish Tevunois Yidlena. 
that a person who is zoichet to tevuna, a tzaddik, who is ish tevunais, draws. What does he draw? Shedoylen hamayim elu. They draw these waters that nourish the emuna, umegalen ho emuna bishlemus. And they are zoichet to reveal the emuna on the highest level. Paragraph Yudzayin, another major topic in that chapter in Kitaran was Tikkunabris versus Pigamabris. The Hechtim the, Besoroi the, the being elevated to the Chosam of Kedusha, which is the Bris Kodesh. So now Rabbi Nasanzal says, Vizeh Bechinas Bedikas Hasoito Alidei Hamayim Kedoshim. Now we understand also that when a woman is suspected of having acted improperly, a married woman, the way that we make the determination is through waters, holy waters. Rav Zal says, a woman, chas v'shon, who misbehaved in this manner, she associated with another man while she's a married woman, and after being warned by her husband several times not to associate with that other man, she goes ahead and, and secludes herself with that man. So even if she didn't actually go ahead and commit adultery, still this is considered a, a major act of misbehavior in a sense. So she is referred to as Isham Efes, which is synonymous with Avodah Pigamemuna, because we find that when it comes to Avodah a Jew who worships idols, Hashem refers to that person as Isham Efes. You're, you're married, you're married to me, Hashem says, and you're seeking a different wife, Chas taking a strange woman. Vehi Bechinas Pigama Bris, she is in the category of Pigama Bris, and therefore the way that we check her out is through water. We have to dig and reveal the holy waters, which is those waters that nourish the Amuna that Rabbi Nezal speaks about in the beginning of that chapter in the Kudimran. And we also take some dirt from the floor of the Mishkan and put it into that water. Because dirt is the most basic one of all the four Yesodos. Ofor is the base of everything. Just like Emuna is the base of everything. Emuna is Malchus. Emuna is, is the, the, the foundation. As Rabbi Nezal speaks about this over there in chapter 5 in the second and through by her drinking this mixture, by this she's checked to see if she's pure, if she did not commit the actual sin. Which means if the emuna is bishlemus. Vioz, and if it is, the Pesach says, Venixa, Venizra, Zora. She is, she's becomes pure, and she gives forth children. The Gemara says, if she didn't have children till then, she'll be blessed with children. If she did have children, she'll have more and better children. 
This is the concept of a holy birth. That's the concept of, of elevating and, and purifying from the status of Hechtem Besoroi, which represents Pigama Bris, to Chosim of Kedushet Tfilim. Like when the Jews left Egypt. Egypt was a place called Ervas Oretz, a place of Pigama Bris. That's considered a holy birth. Golus is considered like a pregnancy. We're, we're, we're imprisoned like a baby inside the mother's womb. Geula is a concept of birth. As we find that when the Jews came out of Egypt, that's when Hashem gave us the mitzvah, sanctify the firstborn child that comes from the mother's womb. Ve'imlav, and if chas v'shalom, this woman was not pure, if she did go ahead and commit an actual sin with that man, upogmo be'emuna, and thereby she damaged the emuna, azai v'tzav sabitna v'nafla yerecha, her stomach swells up and her thighs fall, ze'bechinas makois muflois haboim al pegame emuna, these are like strange, this is like a strange disease, sickness, which Rabbein Azal shows there in the beginning of that chapter on the Kudimran, that the Torah says when a person allows their emuna to fall, what happens is Hashem strikes us with makois muflois, with wondrous punishments, chas v'shon. Al pigam emuna, shemavur b'amarnal, v'yalkein ikr habirur v'atiknazeh hu'alidei hamayim kedoshim. And therefore, the way that we clarify this, the way that we go ahead and try to be masaking this, is through holy waters. Those waters from the kir that are used, shemishom gedelo And Rabbi Nezal shows there in the beginning of that chapter on the Kutimam that it's these holy waters, mayim amukim eitzabalevish, that it's these holy waters that, that are what purify what are masaking the amuna. Paragraph Yudches. Because of the fact that Aharon HaKoyen, who was doing the service in the Beis HaMikdosh, in the Mishkan, he was the one who was constantly refining from Pegam to Tikkun, from Hechtim to Chosim of Kedusha, from Behema to Adam. Bechinas Moshe, Bechinas Tfilin, and this Chosam of Kedusha is is represented by Moshe Rabbeinu by Tfilin. Shezocholazeh, and how is Arna Koyin Zeicha to be chosen to do this avoda? Alidei shemosar gedulosoi lemoshe kanal. As we spoke about in a previous year, as a result of Arna Koyin, who was the older brother who was the leader of the Jewish people throughout the many years that Moshe Rabbeinu was out of Egypt. And then when Moshe Rabbeinu arrives, Aaron Akoin gives over the leadership happily to Moshe Rabbeinu. Aaron Akoin, who achieved such a high level, he thought that he could succeed in defeating the evil plan of the Erev Rav, who wanted to worship idols when they thought Moshe Rabbeinu had died. 
and to draw false faiths to the Jewish people. And therefore he accepted the gold from their hands, and he formed it in a vessel that's used to form and shape it. Because Aaron Akoyim thought that he had the ability, the ability to defeat them and to refine from these false faiths because the, the Gemara says, The reason why they were turning towards idol worship was in order to open the door for sins with women. That was their real goal. And Aaron Akoyim thought, that he was qualified and capable of defeating this and being able to refine the false emuna to emuna de kedusha, to refine the pegama bris to tikana bris. However, unfortunately, Aaron was mistaken. Because the Erev Rav represented such a powerful force of Tuma that it was like the droplet of Esav and Yishmoel, which Rabbein Zal speaks about over there in the Kudimran, that we cannot elevate, we cannot br- change that from Hechtem Besoroi to Chosam of Kedusha. She'i Efshelavarum, that cannot be Nizbarer. Asher al Yodom Yoitse Mishpat Mu'ukol, and Hashem shows, uh, I'm sorry, Rabbein Azal shows towards the end of that chapter in Likud Imran that this tipa of Esav and Yishmoel has the ability to damage the mishpat, the justice, and to cause all kinds of injustice, that the whole court system is perverted and messed up, as Rabbein Azal speaks about this at the end of that chapter. Al yodom yoitze mishpat ma'ukol. Through them comes forth a crooked justice. Bechinas alkein yetze mishpat ma'ukol, as it says in the Navi Chavakok. Alkein vayetze ho'egelazer. Therefore, even though Aaron Akoyen was hoping to, to reshape and reformat that gold into a dover shabigdusha, he did not succeed, and instead came forth a, a kef. And therefore, when Moshe Rabbeinu came down from heaven, where he was at the time, the Torah tells us that how did he determine which Jews participated in the Egel Azov and which didn't? He made them drink waters, like we make a soita drink water. That Moshe Rabbeinu burnt this Egel Azov and he spread the, the ashes over water and they gave them those waters to drink. Moshe Rabbeinu understood what's the problem here? The problem here is major Pegam Emuna, Vedizora. How do we misakim the Emuna? We need those waters. We need the waters. Which, which nourished the Emunah. Rabbi Nezal says there in Mikud Yemran that part of the Tikkun Emunah requires Tzakas Halev, Tzakas Halev. And we see over there in the Chumash 
that when Moshe Rabbeinu saw what took place, he cried out to Hashem, he screamed to Hashem from the depths of his heart that Hashem should forgive them. Hamayim and, and Rabbeinu Zal shows the Anukudaman that through this tzaoka um, um from the oime kalev comes forth the deep waters, the mayim amukim eitzabalevish, which is what nourishes the emuna. And through this, by getting them to drink these waters, this is how he was able to check them out, like we check out a woman who is a soita. And that's what was able to clarify which people had pure faith, which people had faith in Hashem, and which people had fallen into the false faiths. And this is why if you look in the Torah, in the Chumash, it's in this week's Parsha. This is what we're going to be reading this coming Shabbos, Parsha's Kisisa. This whole story of the Egel takes place in this week's Parsha. After that whole story is over, that's when Hashem declared Aharon HaKoyen as the one who would serve in the Beis HaMikdosh. Ki oz daiko kishinizgale because it's at that point in time specifically when the evil of the Erev Rav was revealed. Kamashikosov, as it says there, ki peroi Aharon leshimtza bekomehem, that Aaron HaKoyen caused to be revealed their evil in, in, in front of all those who stand up against the Jewish people, that they could point a finger at us saying, look, look what you did. And then they were pushed out and, and distanced from holiness. And this resulted in the droplet of Esav Yishmoel being pushed out, which is what the Erev Rav represents. And that's what allowed Aaron Akoyan to now become sanctified with the Kohuna. And Aaron Akoyan was, from that point on, was able to officially start bringing all these sacrifices in the Mishkan. And as we explained earlier, the process of bringing korbonos in the Mishkan and the Beis Hamikdash is the process of elevating from hechtim, from pegam, to choysem, to tikkun. Rav Nosenzal adds a reminder: Ayin heitev heitev ba'toyranal. Study that chapter on the Kutumran, chapter five in the second half of the Kutumran, very well. Bifrat basoif be'inyan tikkun amishpat especially all the way towards the end of that chapter. It's a long chapter, about 10 pages, where Rabbi Nezal speaks about Tikkun HaMishpat, which requires pushing out, removing the Tipa of Esav and Yishmoel. Ayin Shom Kol Look it over very well, because it's not easy. It's not an easy chapter. Va'oz Yervu And then you'll be able to appreciate the sweetness of this what Rav Nosenzal taught us in this halacha. You'll see how they both complement each other beautifully. Baruch Hashem. Question. Does the, the understanding that Rav Nosenzal gives us here about Golos and Geula apply even now? 
when tens of thousands of Jews have assimilated in this Golis? Is this Golis still considered like a pregnancy that will lead to birth? Is it still a positive process? The answer is definitely yes. Definitely yes. And, and that, this is the labor pains. Just like when a woman is, is in pregnancy, she has labor pains. There's the pains of all the spiritual and physical suffering that Klal Yisrael is going through now in this Golis. This major biror, this major separation in a sense. We mentioned in the past that the Gemara says at the end of Saita that one of the signs of the coming of Moshiach is that the generation will either be all good or all bad. And the Mephorshim struggle with that. They give many different interpretations of it. One of the explanations is that the generation means each person, that people are, gonna, people are not going to be able to remain in the middle anymore. They're going to have to go this way or that way. That either people are going to fall to new lows, all kinds of new lows, or, or people are going to become more religious, more religious. And this is what we're seeing now, this biror taking place. Halavai, halavai, we and our families and our friends and anyone who we could possibly influence should be zeichet to go on the right, to go the right way. That's a shame. Any, any other questions, please, before we go on? Halacha Dalit. This is also a major halacha in size. And this halacha is going to take us into Purim. Today, where today is the 19th or 20th of Adarishan, we're headed towards Purim. This is going to give us an incredible preparation. And in this coming halacha, Rav Nosenzal addresses the issue of yira. Yira meaning fear, phobias, anxiety. And Rav Nosenzal addresses the positive aspect of it and the negative in a very profound way. There are maybe 10, 15 chapters in Likud Imran where Rav Nosenzal speaks about this topic. One of them is chapter 185, which Rav Nosenzal is going to focus on in this, in this halacha. And a person learning this properly, I think it could really be life-changing in being able to, to choose correctly between healthy era and to be able to reject completely and stay away completely from unhealthy era. Based on what Rabbeinazal writes in chapter 185 of Likutim Ran, that real perfection and completion in, in holiness is Yira. Now a person could ask, one minute, a few pages ago you just told me that the Iker Shlemus is Emuna, that nothing is complete without Emuna. Right. Emuna and Yira are very much connected with each other, as we're going to see in this halacha. Both of them are Malchus. Emuna is Malchus, Yira Ilmolei Moiroish Malchus. Both of them are the ground floor, the foundation, the beginning of entering into Kedusha, coming close to Hashem. It's the beginning and the end, as we're going to see. She'ikr kemoy she'kosuv, as the Pasuk says, Mo Hashem alaykecha shor mimach. Moshe Rabbeinu says to the Jewish people, What is Hashem asking of you? 
Kiyim Yira, the only thing Hashem is asking of you is to respect Him, to have Yira. And as it says in the last Pasuk of Kohelis, Kohelis is the highest level wisdom of Shlomo Melech. What's the final grand finale in Kohelis? Soif Dovar. The bottom line is, Hakoil Nishma, after hearing everything, Esolekim Yira. Fear Hashem. Fear and respect Hashem. That's the bottom line. Kihi Shlemus Kol Hadvarim. That is the completion. That's shleimus. That's completion. That's perfection of everything. And Rabbi Nizal shows there, yirois. there are two levels, two types of yira. There is a person whose fear and respect for Hashem comes from a recognition of the greatness of Hashem. Realizing how great and exalted Hashem is, begin the ihu rav vishalitis parashmoi. As the Zohar Kodesh says, because Hashem is great and He's the King of Kings. V'yesh yira lemata mimena. There's a lower level yira than that. Hainu shebo leyira alide yiras tachtoinos, whereby a person comes to fear Hashem and respect Hashem based on things that they see around them that they're afraid of. A person's afraid of wild animals or afraid of a government official or the, the, the fears that people have of all the things that are, are around us. And, and we're afraid that if we misbehave, if we go against Hashem, these things will attack us. And through the fears that a person feels regarding the things that we're living with, the things around us in this world, the person comes to fear Hashem. The Yira HaRishayna, the first Yira that we mentioned, which comes by a person thinking deeply about the greatness of Hashem, he beginas Aleph. That fear of Hashem is represented by the letter Aleph. As Rabbi Nezal shows there in Likut Emran, where he speaks about the Aleph being a Yud, a Vav, and a Dalit. And Rabbi Nezal shows that Seichel is represented by the letter Yud. And, and the, the Vav, the diagonal line of the Aleph, represents a pipe-like, drawing that Seichel down. And the, the last letter, the, the bottom part of the Aleph, is a Dalit, like, shaped like a Dalit, like an upside-down Dalit, which represents the, the Malchus, the aspect of Yira also. Ki ha-Yira hi Malchus, Malchus. And Rabbi Nassau explains this over there in the chapter. Vahayira ha-Shniya, Whereas that second type of yira we mentioned, shibo midvarim which comes from lower things, he bechinas aid. That's like the letter aleph and dalid, a dalid attached to it, because Rabbi Nezal shows there again that the dalid represents malchus, which has no light of its own. And there's a pasuk that says the aid yalem in horitz. Aid, Aleph Dalit, that there's a vapor that comes up from the ground, from the earth. 
And, and Rabbi Nezal shows it that this refers to a yira that's coming from below, from down here on earth, from things that we see around us. And this yira brings, this lower level yira is what brings a flow of shefa to the world. Now, when this shefa is going to be flowing down to us here, we have to prepare a vessel in which to receive it. And Rabbi Nezal shows there, that's the letter mem, at the end of the word odom. You have the aleph, the dalit, and the mem, the, the mem sofit, which is shaped, shaped like a square, like something, like a vessel. And this is related to what the Pasuk says, Odom yira lo A person sees what they can see with their eyes. Rabbi Nezal interprets this through through that lower level yira, which comes from things that you see with your eyes that frighten you. That generates this asp this odom. Whereas the Yiro Hel that's what completes the name of Hashem. There's a possible, there is nothing lacking by those who fear Hashem. Again, showing that Yiro is Shlemus. The lower level. Adam, that comes from the fear that's based on things you see with your eyes. Vahashem, Yud Kevavke, the name of Hashem, how is that completed? Through Yira Lalevav, through a Yira that's coming from the heart, from Bina, from Tfuna, from a deep understanding of the greatness of Hashem. Ayin Shem, study chapter 185 on the Kutimran to get a strong, clear foundation for the Halacha now that Rav Zal is going to give us. Vehine haklal to summarize what Rabbeinu Zal is stressing there. Sheikar hashlemus hu yira, that shlemus completeness is yira. Remember, we mentioned the pasuk ki ein machsor lireyav that there's not no chis nothing lacking when a, when a person has yira. The Zohar Kodesh says tamon yira tamon shlemusa. Where there is yira, there is shlemus. A person will not be able to grasp Hashem, a knowledge of Hashem, an understanding, a deep, healthy understanding of Hashem in their brain or in their heart without Yira. And Yira is the main result, the main product that's produced from Chachma and Das. When a person is learning the right type of Chachma and Das, as it says in Pirkeyavos, a person whose Yira precedes their Chachma, their Chachma is solid. Their Chachma will have a Kiyum. Kizeh Yodua, because this is a, a known fact, 
שהשם יסבורך מרוימם ומנוסו למעלה מכל החוכמוס והחמחשורס. That Hashem is way above all of our intellect. Anything we could possibly think of, Hashem is way above that. Whereby it's impossible for a human being to grasp Hashem with intellect, with seichel, with knowledge and intellect. As Eliyahu says, No brain, no mind can grasp you, Hashem, at all whatsoever. However, Hashem, with His infinite kindness, has taken pity on us and given us the ability to accept upon ourselves, to draw upon ourselves fear and awe and respect for Him. And it's only through this yira and pachad that we get the ability to achieve a level of recognition, the highest level of recognition of Hashem that we could possibly achieve. This is what the Pasuk says in Tehillim, Reishis Chochma Yiras Hashem. That the, the, the peak, the head of Chochma is fear of Hashem. There's another Pasuk in Mishlei that says, Yiras Hashem, Reishis Das. Fear of Hashem, that's the top of Das. Ki Iker Hadas Vahachochma, Shehi Leida Mimenisborach, because the most important type of knowledge and wisdom, which is knowledge of Hashem, recognition of Hashem, Sherak Zeh Nikra Das Vachochma, that's the only thing that's real Chochma, real Das, Kamashikosu, as it says in Yirmiyanovi. Don't be proud. Don't take pride in your Chachma. Which Chachma? Your other Chachma. The only thing that a person can really take pride in and be proud of is Haskel Viodoya Oisi is knowing me, Hashem says, knowing about me. Uchsiv, and there's another passage that says, You will understand, you will know, and you will convey to your heart, that Hashem is the Master. That's Das, that's the real Das. And to be able to really succeed, in achieving knowledge and recognition of Hashem, true rec- it's only through Yira. Because understanding Hashem and knowing about Hashem <coughs> only comes to a person in the form of up and down. Like it says in, in Yechezkel, there are malachim, chayos, who are rotsoi v'shoi. They go up and come back down. Dahainu, meaning, alidei horashimu shenishar mehabitol al soif. The way that a person achieves knowledge, awareness, recognition of Hashem is through bitul. Bitul means 
rising up, nullifying, disconnected, com- disconnecting completely from the physical, materialistic world, and rising up, 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 above and beyond Chachma, above all intellect, to that place of insight, that connecting to the infinite of Hashem. That's called Hispashtus Hagashmias. And then, when the person, and, but the person isn't supposed to remain there. The person has to come back down. And when they're up there, they're connecting to the highest level of light of Hashem, called Ein Soif, infinite. When the person comes back down, they leave that, but they retain an imprint from that. Because this state of Bitul, a person is going above, they're going up the ladder of the Sphiros, from Malchus to climbing to, to Bina Chachma, and keep going. Going up, 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 above Chachma into Ein Soif. However, afterwards, when the person comes back down from that Bitul, Nishar Reshimu Mizricha Sisnoititus Oirisbor. There remains an imprint from that incredible great light of Hashem. The Zohar Kodesh compares it to oil. Oil, wisdom, wisdom, knowledge of Hashem is compared to holy oil. When you take a bottle of oil and you spill out all the oil, it's still, you'll still see a film of the oil in, in, inside the bottle. Vayidei hazricho shel horeshimu hazois, and as a result of the glow of that imprint that remains with the person, noifel pachad veyira veema gadoil alahodom, that imposes a major fear and awe upon the person. Vezois hayira hu ikra hahashora vahakium shenisha venit paspalei vodom mizricha sisnoitzus oiroi hakodesh hispora. And that fear is the most important thing that remains with the person, that the person retains in their heart from that incredible bright light. gives us a marshal, something we could compare this to. It could be compared to a great, awesome king that comes to visit this a city, and anyone who comes before this incredible, powerful king is filled with fear and awe, even if they don't actually see the king. They see the armies in front of him and they, they hear the music play. They, they see the big rash that's taking place. The fear of, of kingdom. Because the aspect of Malchus, the, the real essence of Malchus, is this fear. Meaning that even though the king is in his palace, in his throne room, in his inner inner chamber, where we're not far away from the people of the country. Despite that, the fear is on all the, all the people in the country. As the, the Mishnah in Pergela says, the fear of kingdom. 
So two billions and billions of levels above that, above what we see down here, Hashem Yisborah Baruch Hashem is far, far, far away from our thoughts, from anything we could think of, anything we could perceive of. The only thing we can grasp in our brain is is the fear and, and awe malchus which is Kabbalistically, which is associated with Malchus, ki kol Malchus. Because as the Sifrei Kabbalah explained, our whole entire connection to Hashem is only via the Malchus, which is the bottom rung on the ladder. She'onu yoidim u'maminim she'hu yisporach melech manhig u'moishil. That we, we know and we believe on whatever level we can know and that, that Hashem is the king, the ruler, the one who runs the entire world, Shezeo Bechinas Yira. This is all the, part of the definition of the term Yira, Bechinas Moiro'o the fear and respect for kingdom. Now those of us today that live in Eretz Yisrael, well, I have to live in America. You say fear of kingdom. What are you talking about? Every day, the whole news is full of making fun of, mocking, and 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 uh, and showing, throwing filth and garbage on the government, on the prime minister, and on this one. All garbage, garbage, junk, idiots, morons, criminals, maniacs, crazy. We, we see that here in Eretz Yisrael today, and we see it in America, the, the current present, the glory, our glorious 81-year-old happy birthday to Biden, whose birthday was yesterday, to 81 years old. However, there are still places on earth, like, like Mother Russia and places like that, where we see that you have hundreds of millions of people, and 99% of them, 99.9%, are afraid to lift a hand, even though they know corruption and, and insanity. Is that afraid? Afraid? And most of them have never seen Putin. Never sees. He's hiding, hidden away, hidden away. But the fear and awe of, of Malchus. Here it's the Malchus of the Sidrachra, that kind of Malchus. All the Malchus that we see now in the world, ninety-nine point nine percent, is Malchus of the Sidrachra. Therefore. The, it, it's in the state that it's in. Any questions, please? Question in the chat. Could we say that Emuna is the Kli for Dveikus and Yira is the Kli for Das and Chachma and Hasadas Alakus? Yira is for the Shlemus of the mind and Emuna is for the Shlemus of the Midas in the heart. Possible. Possible. But for, for now, on a simple level, we're combining them. We're saying that again, our our emuna is coming from a place of yira, generally, and both of them are part of this malchus, this malchus of kedusha, which is the the underlying reason for Hashem creating the world. Because ein melech beloyam. So again, our main most important connection to Hashem is malchus, 
And on the most important day of the year on Rosh Hashanah, it's Melech, Melech HaKodesh, Melech HaMishpat. It, it's this, this recognition of the Malchus of Hashem. Question, is an ordinary person capable of this beetle to the Oyrein Soif? What connection does this have to us? The answer is yes, on our level. Each Rav Nassim speaking here to every Jew on our level. When a Jew, the, the Shulchan Aruch says, when we're about to daven Shmon Esrei, and we take three steps back, we're supposed to think, I'm leaving the world. I'm leaving all the lower levels. And when I take those three steps forward, right before I start Shmon Esrei, I'm entering into the throne room of Hashem. And the halacha says, don't close, either close your eyes, if you can say the entire Shmon Esrei by heart, and you can concentrate, or look only in the sitter. Don't look out of your sitter at all. That this is a, an aspect, an example of Beetle on our level. And there's a warning. Chas Vashem, a person looks out during Shmon Esrei, there's an angel, when a person dies, there's an angel that smashes that person's eyes. This is quoted in Shulchan Aruch. That, so, so that's an example of Beetle. When a Jew has Hispiridus, and they shut their phones, and they shut everything, and they close their eyes, or they go into a place where no one is there, hopefully. But Badod means alone. Just Hashem and me. That's another example of this beetle. And then there's a, a higher level than that, where it's not Hashem and me, it's only Hashem. I am nothing. I am, I'm not a separate entity. I'm a part of Hashem. So there's only Hashem. Ein oid milvadoi. There is nothing other than Hashem. Each and every one of us can, can experience this in, this in different ways on our level. Shabbos is an example of Beetle. Taking off, removing all my weekday clothing, removing my connection to the physical world, and going up, going up to a, a high level of, of connecting to Hashem. No money in my pocket, no work. All the things that define the physical, materialistic world. I'm, I'm the, what do you mean? But I'm eating. I'm still wearing clothes. I'm still eating. Right. It's my Shabbos clothes. It's my beetle clothes. It's, it's the clothes of that, that much higher level. We'll hold it over here. We're in the middle of a paragraph. V'zeh b'chinas pachad kro'eni is going to really, really elaborate and clarify the Sinian of Yira, Yira of Kedusha, versus the, the wrong type of Yira. We should be to, to accept Hashem's authority and kingdom and, and know how much Hashem loves us and that this Yira is a healthy, that the wrong kind of Yira kills people, it makes people sick. Yira of Kedusha, Yira is Hashem Toysef Yomim. It adds life. It gives us the ability to accomplish more and more we should accomplish everything that's needed to bring about the Gula Shleima, the coming of Moshiach, Binyan Beis Amikdash, Mehav Yameinu, Amen V'Amen. Okay.